All right, we're back. Graveyard Shift Movie Podcast, episode number 65. Uh, also, Maverick, this, if my calculations are correct, earlier this week, Texas Chainsaw 3D came out. And I forgot to mention it in Texas Chainsaw 3D, but I'm pretty sure that was the 100th movie that we've covered for the channel. Uh, come through all the overtimes and smoke breaks and, you know. Really? So this episode right here, Maverick, is starting 100 to 200. So this will be the first of the next 100 movies we cover on the channel. And it was your pick. You it was. son of a bitch. And you picked yep. uh, Beetlejuice yes. from 1988, uh, directed by Tim Burton, which for some reason I always forget is a Tim Burton movie, even though... It's like very obvious. Why it's like, oh yeah, it's a Tim Burton movie. Uh, I had no idea it was a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, starring Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice and Alec Baldwin. He's in it. A lot of people are in it. They're famous as fuck. But uh, Beetlejuice. Now, here's the thing. Me and Tyler had this discussion. We won't get into whether or not this is really a horror movie or not. <laughs> but uh. Just pure movie. I had said, so I haven't watched this since for, forever. Uh, really, forever. Didn't really didn't remember anything about it. Uh, yeah. But uh, I got to tell you, and I, I, might, I'm, I might make some people upset with this. Uh, I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> wow. I fucking love this movie. Like, uh, I'm going to give There's it. some things I did and didn't like, but. I'm gonna give it a, a a three and a half. Oh, okay. But I didn't like it very much at all. How did you not? <laughs> Honestly, I like this better than most of these other movies. To be honest with you, the newer movies. I mean, I see the whole time I was watching this, I was like, I see why people say they don't make movies. Let me like tell they you, used to. you bitch. You, <laughs> we did Jurassic Park, and you had the same thing where you were like, "They don't make movies like they did used I? to." Yeah, and you were like, "This movie's really good." You gave it a five, and the whole time I was trying not to laugh because <laughs> you were like, "This movie is better than anything nowadays." I was like, "Man, he must really hate movies nowadays." <laughs> no, that doesn't mean yeah. you're trying to put things in my mouth, Tom. <laughs> yeah, cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it um, I don't remember why I gave that movie five, but this is like a solid. I want to say seven, but I'll give it a six because yeah. it's. I watched the remastered and it was fucking delightful. It was fucking delightful. Delightful, he says. Delightful. <laughs> I watched. There was some, whatever version was on Amazon. <laughs> uh, there was some, uh. The remastered was fucking great. Don't get me wrong, but there was some things that you can't remaster. Like you just can't. Besides cutting it out and redoing it, oh, yeah. you can't. Like the fucking spider window scene yeah. where the background is just a fucking like painting. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, that you can't. You can't remaster that. Yeah, you can't. But I mean, shit, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just been forever since I've watched a. I can't remember the last Tim Burton film i watched um oh no but charlie maybe maybe it was <laughs> fucking probably um it was fucking good like i said this is a, a favorite of mine in in my childhood but 
Um, it, it, there was, there was a lot I didn't remember. And it, like the first fucking half, like I'll be real with you, the first fucking half of the movie, it, like even like the it, the intro, uh-huh. I don't remember at all. Yeah. I was like, um, like they fucking died, like uh, the the couple. Well, hey, I was like, oh, spoiler shit, warning <laughs> for Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, we should have that for the nineteen eighty eight Beetlejuice. Yeah, if you've never seen it, everything's getting ruined, so you've been warned. But yeah, they die. I forgot, like. A fucking dog uh, standing on the board. Yeah. And then they look back and it's like teeter totter. Uh-huh. And then it steps off and they fall. I was like, the fucking humor in this goddamn movie was insane. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. The. Oh, yeah. Tyler's not here. He's in Alabama today on vacation. Uh, but. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think. This is actually a green screen. I'm at his mom's house right now and uh, I'm on my phone. So, he's gonna love this part of the fucking cast. He isn't gonna it. watch it. <laughs> but the uh, time cap, the fucking screenshot. This. Oh yeah. So, um, I think I remember that they died, but I for some no. reason thought that they come back to life at the end. Uh, but spoiler, they do not. They are dead. <laughs> yeah, they're just fucked. Yeah, which <laughs> um. This movie had like a surprising amount of fucking adult humor in it, and I don't remember that as a kid. Yeah. Like, homeboys borderline molesting fucking the wife. Like, well, I mean, uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, you notice that uh, when people mention Beetlejuice and all of its, uh, you know, moments or whatever, no one seems to mention the implied uh, forced marriage of a thirteen-year-old girl <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> at the end it of the was movie. Fucking in the comedy, which I fucking dude. I, there's a lot of shit in this movie that they could not get away with. Um, yeah. Like, the comedy is on a whole different level, and I, that's why I think I fucking love this movie. Hmm. Um, yeah, I need a Beetlejuice 2021. Like, or 2022, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> uh, it'd be fucking something. Also, another complaint I have about this movie is for a movie called Beetlejuice... <laughs> he is like the smallest part of the movie <laughs> he's not in it a whole lot i so i looked it up and they had it written down because they keep track let of me guess is there like a minute count yeah of how go ahead yeah, and guess how many okay. minutes i'm gonna guess he's only in the movie for a total of 22 minutes michael keaton playing title character of beetlejuice only appears in 14 and a half minutes of the movie. I was going to say 15, man. Yeah. Fucking rigged. But uh, also, another little fun because it's written right next to it. Beetlejuice was the first DVD sent out on Netflix in 1998. What? The there fuck? you go. Back when Netflix was, uh, you got a DVD in the mail. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. You have to order it. I don't even know how you ordered Netflix. Like you got a. Fucking... It was a. Uh, it was online. It, it was like GameFly, and you would go and rent it, oh, and then I they would mail use it. Use any of that shit. And then I think you got. You had like a week with it, and you could extend the period of time. But I don't know how they would, because I know people would just keep GameFly games all the time. I don't know how. Like, I think they would just charge you for it. Honestly, I don't know. But anyway, Netflix <laughs> DVDs. Um... Uh, but yeah, yeah, they, I really like the 
premise of this movie, which is like it's cool to imagine, um, because they the two main characters die, and then they're in their house as ghosts, and people move into their fucking house, and they're like, and like the premise of like being a ghost and seeing the shit people move into your house and having to scare them out of your house. Like, I thought it was a really good premise. Uh, yeah. But, you know, like I said, I didn't think the rest of the movie sort of... Lived. Have you ever seen the that movie with uh, Casey Affleck where he dies and he's a ghost? But he, we he wears, like, funny enough, there's a scene where to scare these people, they put on sheets and they're like, ooh. Casey Affleck in the movie to represent a ghost, he's in a sheet. And I don't think he says anything. He just stands there. And it's like Casey Affleck having to watch like his wife go through life without him. And watch like the world move on without him and shit. And it's supposed to be super, super like art film. Uh, but it intrigued really? me. And I want to kind of watch it for a smoke break one day. Because I don't think it's horror at all. It's like a drama. Uh, but well, if, we're, if we're talking about just ghosts watching their significant other, what about the dude from... Um, live, live, die hard. What's what's his name? I Bruce Willy. <laughs> Bruce Willy, where he's a ghost, and he, he's. You you want to know a secret, Maverick? I've never watched uh, the Sixth Sense. Where, really, where Bruce Willis is a ghost. Yeah, I've never Fuck, watched. Maybe it. we need to watch that. I, it, that's a horror forever. movie. That counts as a horror movie. Yeah, it's been forever since. Whose pick is it? Yours? It's my pick. I am not picking oh, the fuck. Sixth Sense. <laughs> fuck. I was going to say, if it was Tyler's pick, I vote Sixth Sense, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, um, what's the other the fucking classic with Whoopi Goldberg? Where uh, it's called Ghost. I'm Patrick Swayze. Little Patrick Swayze. And he's having the... But yeah, the, 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 the plot of the movie, like, definitely intrigued me. Um, but also, uh, can I just say, like, uh, so why own a writer? Big actress. Uh, I don't know how... I mean, I'm. this is definitely early on. In, she's the daughter. Uh, this is definitely early on in her career. I don't know if this is like yeah, the first Yeah, because I thing. didn't recognize her, but I was like... Yeah. Something was like... I, I feel like I've seen her, but... Like, she, she's small. Like, and I, I'm not the big... I haven't really watched any Winona Ryder things. Yeah. Shows... And uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, kid actors, she was 17 at the time. So, like, she's, you know, it's still a kid actor. But kid actors can go either way. I thought she did perfectly good in this movie. Yeah. With her role. I didn't like her it's, character. Her, the, character it, the character, this is what I imagine Tim Burton was like when he was a kid. It was just like, <laughs> I'm strange and unusual. And he's, like, sitting at the dinner yeah, that table. Shit was, it was kind of cringe. Yeah. But I was like, you know, whatever. But I don't think, uh, like, I know at the end of the movie, she's still, like, sort of dressed gothy. But I think all that was just her trying to get attention out of her parents. Oh, for sure. Were, like, well, her well, dad and her stepmom. So, 88, I don't, I correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there was a lot of goths. Because that was definitely, like, a goth look she was going for, but. Uh... I can't, uh, yeah, I can't tell you when the goth thing got big. I mean, I think, uh, just talking back, I think The Cure at that point was out. And The Cure is like a super goth, like, uh, punky band. 
So it might have been like ramping up. I don't know like what the golden age of goth was, you know. But uh Yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, I thought yeah, I thought she was perfectly fine in this movie. Um I like I like the part where uh when they're moving into the house, uh the stepmom who if you recognize her it's because she was the mom in Home Alone, most likely is where you recognize her from. Uh mm, but maybe but she's like uh she's like that is my statue i made it careful with it and the dude's just like <laughs> just like yeah, eyeballing it and then he just tosses it onto the the table and i was like god damn <laughs> but yeah there was one jump scare that kind of got me and it was the, was uh, the i don't know if you'll you guess it was it the closet no oh okay it was uh when the husband is walking through the kitchen, his bathroom, he's like, "Hey, can y'all take, go ahead and take a thirty-minute break?" Uh-huh. And he goes up to the, the fucking kitchen sink, and he's filling up the pot for coffee. And then her fucking statue, the wife's statue, oh. fucking busts through the window. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that because it was just it went total dead silent, and yeah. it's just him standing there, and a fucking statue comes flying through the window. Uh huh. Yeah. No, uh, I thought. Yeah, well, that's the only thing. Like, uh, that, like, like I said, like, this is like when we did Jurassic Park, you know, it's, is it horror or not horror? In this movie, even though I say I don't think it's a horror movie, like, there's, like, the little, like, her ripping off her face in the closet, you know, it's like a horror comedy-ish, you know, with parts. Or, well, as... We're desensitized. I want to just say all adults in general are desensitized to that that type of horror because yeah. as a little kid, scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. So as a kid, I would like this is definitely a horror. Uh-huh. Like I can see that. Yeah, when you're little, it's definitely a horror yeah. movie. Um, yeah, I was amazed at how fast because they learn they're dead. Like when we talk the beginning of this Pretty movie quick. in the first. 10 minutes they're dead and they learn that they're dead and people are moving in their house and like they're like we gotta scare them out and somehow they learn instantly like they can rip their face off and make like these faces and they can chop alec baldwin's head off and like have him (laughs) have her holding his head up in the uh in the room or whatever but and then i do like because they're trying their best to scare him out and she's like holding a severed head and they can't see him obviously and then the the husband out of nowhere is like, ha! Ah! And he jumps out and they get scared. And you see them both like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're like, come on, man. <laughs> so that was good. Um, but there's also in the first few minutes, uh, you see that the uh, the goth girl is the only person who can see them when they're like standing in the window. And uh, once again, there's the we alluded to it earlier. There's a cringy thing where she ends up talking to him. And they're like, how can you see us? And she's like, well, I read that book. And it says that, uh, you know, you got, you know, can't see people unless they're strange or weird. And she's like, I'm pretty strange and weird. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then the, the yeah. fucking, the ghost lady is like, you just look like a normal little girl to me. And you see, like, Wyona Ryder get a little smile on her face. And I was like, oh, yeah. Weirdly, like, the end of the movie, we don't go into very much what their home life is like at that point. But she's still living, obviously, with her parents. 
But now she has, like, ghost parents who it looks like are basically <laughs> raising her. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. The dynamic is weird as fuck. Yeah. Um, I guess we just skip to the very end. So, okay. well, uh, fuck it. Um, they get rid of Beetlejuice. And at the very end, by just like fucking... eating them, because the whole time they're trying to say Beetlejuice three times again, but they never do yeah. it. And then she comes in riding in on that sandworm and just eats them. And apparently that works too. <laughs> we skipped a whole lot. And we'll get but... we'll we'll go through it, but yeah, we can get to the end. Yeah, the the fucking dynamic is weird, and I don't know why it worked out like that. Where it, it seemed like the real parents of the of Winona Ryder, um had like the top half of the house to the and it was theirs and then the bottom floor was the dead parent or dead couple um but the girl obviously vibed more with the dead couple yeah uh, and they well, what fucking yeah. song was she were what song well, was that they were i know it, throughout the movie they keep playing that one song that then little wayne took it which is the yeah, uh, six the foot, seven foot eight foot yeah punch. and i was like they fucking ripped off Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> but I no, know they but... use that throughout the movie. But weirdly enough, I think it might have been a different song she's dancing to at the end. But I'm not sure. But it no, well, it would make sense. It's the same song. song. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But yeah, but when they yeah. when they got possessed at the dinner table, I was and they were singing it, and I was like, "Is this racist?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She was doing the whole fucking accent and everything, and I was like, "Oh, white people take everything." <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, I was, yeah. I was like, oh, "I don't like the vibe in this room." I'm gonna, yeah, head out. Yeah, uh, um, you know, we're like another thing is like because you talk about how she clearly was vibing with the uh, ghost parents more. She's vibing with the ghost parents so much that at one point in this movie, she is writing a suicide note to kill herself to be with the parents in the afterlife. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this took There's a lot of suicide talk in this fucking movie. A lot movie, of suicide man. talk. Yeah. There's a couple suicide jokes like, um, so they, they get this handbook of like the undead or the dead or whatever. Uh -huh. Um, explaining to them like what's going on and what to do and all that bullshit to the dead couple yeah um and at one point it says if you're in like danger or in trouble or whatever um draw a door on the wall yeah so they do it and it opens up a door to like the underworld they go through uh, a bunch of dead people souls locked in a fucking door or some shit and um they meet this secretary where uh one of the best jokes in the fucking thing and um I don't remember exactly what she says, but after it, she goes, then I wanted to have my little accident. And she shows her both wrists, and they're fucking slit. Um, I was fucking laughing. Yeah, she's, uh, she's like the, yeah, the secretary lady, and fucking, they find out that they have to, like, wait in their house for 125 years or some shit before they can move on or so, something like that. And they're like, oh, I wish we would have known, you know, all this all the wait time and stuff before we died. And then that's when the lady's like, I wish I, or I wouldn't have had my accent if I'd known. And yeah, slit wrists. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> there was, 
there's a bunch of the dead people there that were fucking like yeah insane. there was a hang like there was a hang dude that was going around yeah and i'll note yeah just he was hanging by a noose and yeah. then they had him on like a little pulley system and he'd just go yeah. across the room yeah however you die is how you stay in the the afterlife yeah. so there's a there guy a there dude. with like a shrunken head uh there's a yeah. girl who's chopped in half who she's dressed as like a magician's assistant so you assume yeah. that like something went wrong there. There's one dude who's just super flat. I don't know what happened yeah, to him. He had, but... he had tire marks across him. Uh, so he got ran over. And I was like, ah, that makes sense, I yeah. guess. Um and he makes a flat joke because he got he's flat because yeah, he got ran over. That, yeah. Which is uh-huh. pretty funny. But... <laughs> um and I wanna say there was was there not a dude there with a gun and like his head was missing? I want to say there was, and it was another suicide joke. I don't know. Might have been. I want to put it again. I've they they have uh later on in the movie they have a part where their caseworker they find out they have this caseworker who's and she tells them you know all the rules of the fucking underwear. She doesn't really. She doesn't really give them a lot to go by. No. Yeah. Uh, she just but she's the one that. The... Go ahead. There was also the dude who was smoking, and he was, like, burnt to an ass. Yeah. Like, Do you smoke? I'm trying to quit. And he looked like the, the, the grandma from Spongebob in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate. <laughs> nah, it, was like, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, their caseworker ends up, at, like, halfway in the movie. She's talking to, like, a bunch of football players. Who I was watching, I was like, oh, no. Because it was reminding me of... Uh, I want to say it was Marshall or something. What's the one movie where the the first high school team dies in like a high school crash, a plane crash, and then they have to I have get? No idea. I want to say it's Marshall, and then they have to build a whole new team and try to play the season or whatever because all their friends just died in a plane crash. And I was like, oh no, Rip. yeah. And all the the football players are like, what what do we do now, coach? And she's like, I'm not your coach. He lived. And I was like, oh, shit. That shit was funny. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Coach Living. Um, that lady also had another... Um, I had no idea it was from this movie. But the meme uh, template where she's like, um, okay, that was pretty good. Now you. like, Because they were trying to show her that they're scary faces or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that, it's an old meme, but I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was doing the, the fucking... <laughs> What the fuck is that guy's name? I keep thinking Robert De Niro, but it's not. Um, I don't know. You gotta give me something to go on here. <laughs> the dude from Wolf of Wall Street, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna fucking say the dude who we wanted an Emmy or whatever the fuck award it was, but never got one until like this year or last year. I forget. Yeah. But that's also him. <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah, that part, by the way, where she's like, all right, show me your face or whatever. I don't remember. I want to say it was the, the, I, the mom looked cool where she was, or the, the mom was dope, where yeah. she had like the open mouth and teeth and the dad made him look like, like he looked, uh, I, he had this big cone head looking shit. He, he looked like, like a duck. Or something. I it don't know. Like the dudes from Spy versus Spy. That's what. The, yeah, the Spy versus Spy guys. Like, oh shit! And uh, I was like, "You're not the Spy versus Spy game, man." I fucking love that bitch on Xbox. Shout out. I remember they whenever they brought in the uh, 
the Mad TV cartoon on the fucking Cartoon Network. And every week they have Spy vs. Spy. But shout out. Great. <laughs> Spy vs. Spy. Um, but yeah, so meanwhile, as the caseworker, she's the one to tell. Because they're like, uh, they want they want the people out of their house. And uh, they're like, well, what about this Beetle guy? And she's like, ah, don't even say his name. And she's the one that tells them that, like, he used to be her assistant. But then he's cuckoo. And, you know, he would start doing all types of unconventional shit. Uh, but then at like halfway through the movie, they decide, fuck it. And like, they're just like, do it. And so they say Beetlejuice and then Beetlejuice finally pops up and he's like, Hey, I'm, hey, I'm Beetlejuice, you know? And that's how, <laughs> how he talks. What, um, what impression was he doing? Well, if you want to know, because I was, I was going to drop this one on Tyler. He's like, Hey, I'm working over here. But that wasn't. Oh, well, I want to. So we talked. Technically, horror-wise, though, Michael Keaton based his performance of Beetlejuice on Chop Top from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, played by Bill Mosley. Uh, oh, I'm not a. You Texas didn't watch Chainsaw Texas Chainsaw 2, fanatic. though, so you want to. But uh, they so also. Fat bitch. They also. Okay. Uh, Bill Mosley and Michael Keaton would star together in a 2002 HBO movie, Life from Baghdad. So they would eventually end up working nice. together. But. As I was watching it, after I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see Chop Top. Obviously, you you didn't watch the Chop Top one. but mm-hmm. uh, Say it again. Chop Top. <laughs> <laughs> Chop Top oh, what's up? Uh, <laughs> is a lot like, uh, like he's like, hey, I've I, I never been to a radio station before. And, like, that's how he talks in the movie. He and sounds shit. like the dude from Borderlands. Oh, fucking... I, I, three comes to mind, but I don't remember if it was three or not. We but. didn't even play three. I did. Three was that new one that came out like a few years ago that they got canceled for because they were having people work like 60 hour weeks. And I think like their their executive had a bunch of child porn on his computer or something. Oh, that might have been a, that might have been a thing as well. Um, allegedly, I don't know if that was what allegedly. happened, but I seem to remember. <laughs> I here is better fucking fake news. Man. Ah, you know. Um, <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, so he, I mean, Beetlejuice shows up, and to be fair, like, uh, I think Beetlejuice spends so long as someone calls his name, he just gets too excited, and he's, like, trying to impress him, he's like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna help you guys out, and shit, and so they're only there. Is this the new impression? (laughs) Yeah, man, yeah, man. And so they're only there, like, five minutes, and instantly they're like, let's get the fuck out of here, and they, (laughs) they, they grow big again, and this is when you get probably... Maybe not the most famous scene in the movie, but it's definitely the one I think of when I th- is a uh, Beetlejuice standing there and he's like, "You're working with a fucking, you're working with a professional here," and he kicks the tree, and then the tree falls over, and he goes, "Nice fucking prop!" <laughs> and he honks his dick. Yeah, he's grabbing his cock a lot, dude. It was yeah, weird. which uh, if you didn't know, uh, that tree was not supposed to fall over, and that was all just Michael Keaton. Being like, nice fucking prop, because he was just insulting the guy who made the tree. <laughs> you know what we need, Tom? What's that? We need a fucking Beetlejuice, but it's filmed like it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you know how fucking amazing that would be? Yeah. It'd like, be he's just, in... like, bat just killing people. <laughs> Dude, it'd be ins- But it's still his, like, Beetlejuice comedy. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be funny, but it'd be like... 
there'd be the scary parts like Nightmare, it'd be amazing. Uh-huh. I think that'd be a box office hit. Man. Hey, let's get the... We'll call Michael Keaton. We'll be like, we got an idea for you. <laughs> He's like, I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, this Michael... He has the Beetlejuice costume on <laughs> yeah. We're like, where did you get that? He's like, I've been I'm wearing it for 45 years. <laughs> I did took it off. I'm oh, now it. we're turning the sling blade. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, I I think Sling Blade came out after, but listen to it back. Like, there's a lot of Sling Blade in there, too. Like, mm-hmm, goddamn biscuits. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, this is this is Michael Keaton's favorite movie that he ever did is uh, Beetlejuice. He also, including that tree line, he basically, he didn't have a script, really. He made up 90% of, like, his lines. He just That's what it felt like. Like his dialogue was just well, yeah, it was mostly like he's just sitting there watching TV. And he's like, eh, "Fucking sandworms, hate sandworms." <laughs> he's just like mumbling. Yeah, when he's himself. reading the fucking newspaper. Yeah, oh, um, that was hilarious. The sandworms were fucking bad. Like even in the remastered, it looked like yeah, they're not animation. good looking. Um, but you know. speak for yourself. You're not very good looking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, so the movie goes, and they try to scare him out. They do the, like we were talking, their big plan is they possess everyone at this dinner party. Except for the daughter. They leave her out. The daughter knows they're around at this point. She's like, ah, good luck scaring. Was it? No, I, did they not possess the daughter? No, if you look, she's in the background just, like, laughing oh. at them. Um, they do a whole musical. Yeah. Possessed, and it was fucking Yeah, weird. it's like a full five minutes of a dance routine, and they're singing the fucking six Ash, foot. Seven they were foot. twerking. Yeah, and then uh, at the very end, like demon hands pop up out of the bowl of the salad. They had shrimp fingers. Uh, yeah, and which it, is weird. Why would you have shrimp in salad? Uh-huh. But and it like grabs their face or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, we did it. They're really gonna, you know, leave now." And then like the daughter comes upstairs and she and she's like, "Yeah, that didn't work. They want to meet you guys." <laughs> and really? It was like, "Oh shit, they're not scared. They want you to come downstairs." Yeah, like, sounds like Eeyore from fucking. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of people want to kill us, Scooby Doo. Woody the Pooh. There you go. You got a second try. Um, yeah, but so the parents want to meet them, but they don't want to come down and like so fucking and she's like they don't want to come they don't want to come down you know uh so they decide they're gonna go up there uh and they like bust into the attic but they're they're just gone you can't see them uh and so but then they leave and they're like hanging out the window which is weird because they couldn't see them anyway if they were standing there so also if you look at it it's very much like they just put hands there and they're totally like standing on a platform because it's the fakest looking hands that uh but yeah, and so Are you they're telling me they couldn't hold up their own weight yeah, with bunch just of bitches, their fingertips. Bunch of bitches. Wow. Um, so <laughs> if I could do a pull-ups, try to get ready for the scene. Yeah, <laughs> work it out, shit. So at this point, the way I think um, I might have taken it wrong, but at this point, it seemed to me like what was happening was then the parents were convinced. That if they could prove that there were ghosts living there, they could sell the house for, like, a crazy amount of money or something. Well, yeah, they held a whole scheme. They were just really greedy. Yeah. They were like, this is one in a million or, like, in the whole world, and they could make a lot of money off of it if they do it right. And then they had another couple come, and they were like, 
um, trying to sell it to them as well, but then uh-huh. they they fucked that up, and they like the, the rich couple left, and they were like, "Well, fuck." Yeah. Also, somewhere in the middle of this, I think it was after the dinner party, uh, Beetlejuice turns himself into a snake and like shows up. And he's like, ah! <laughs> he starts like, yeah, where he's like, I don't even. Did they say his name three times? No, he just no. Pops up. He was still living in their little uh, replica town. And then randomly he just popped up as the snake and started doing stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, I think he he says time to turn it up a notch, and then he turns yeah. into the snake. So which, uh, not that scary. Yeah, face was kind of weird, but so anyway, they uh, eventually the the parents decide that they're gonna they find the book of the the recently deceased or whatever, and they find this thing to like summon them basically. Uh, but it also looks like it works as an exorcism as well. Because they start, when they summon them, they start turning into what the people look like in that room in the underground. That the guy tells them that's the souls of exorcised ghosts or whatever. And that's how. So it starts to look like they're going to shrivel up and go away or whatever. Uh, and the daughter's like, stop, you're killing them. And they don't mean to be killing them. They're just trying to get money and prove they're real because even they start going like i don't know what's happening you know <laughs> uh and so finally uh the daughter who also has had a couple scenes with beetlejuice goes running and she's like you gotta help and it's not literally the last 15 minutes of the movie like beetlejuice is wearing like a raggedy like stripes or whatever but he's most known for like the suit like in this touch he doesn't put that on until the last 15 minutes of the movie like when she goes to get him he's in a nice new suit and he's sitting there and she's like you gotta help and he's like say the name and so uh they play fucking charades to guess his name because he can't say his yeah name. yeah uh it took that bitch fucking like five minutes to get juice i was like come yeah, on juice. man <laughs> drink be yeah. a drink yeah started going like uh, uh shake i was like what where do you get shake from but uh so she says beetlejuice and then this is when you get probably the most famous part or the or at least line which is beetlejuice going it's showtime and then uh and he starts you know going around making a big fucking deal uh messing up people but dastardly beetlejuice had a plan all along to marry uh the daughter because then it would like free his spirit from death yeah i didn't like if he forced a marriage i didn't understand that yeah yeah it kind of like just like jumped from one thing to another yeah very quick yeah because then he starts to marry her but then the parents go back to looking normal but he didn't really do anything to counteract the spell that was happening so it kind of looks like if you just stopped the saying the words it would have ended so i'm like why didn't the daughter just go over and like hit the book but yeah so very hard at the end so beetlejuice is trying to marry the the girl and people keep trying to go beetlejuice and then he'll like sew their mouth shut or whatever and the whole time he's telling the priest he's like come on (laughs) hurry it up well i'm i'm guessing you say his name three times to summon him but Mm. then i I guess you say his name three times again to dismiss him yeah that's what it looks like um so and so, like I said, no one succeeds in saying it three times, uh, but the dead ghost lady just manages to ride a sandworm into the house and eat Beetlejuice, and that kills him, uh, or at least sends him back to the dead. The, uh, 
to explain the sandworm a little bit, if the ghosts, the couple, the dead couple, if they left the house, they'd be like transported to like another dimension <laughs> where it's like a desert, and then there's these worms that travel. And time's sand. different. Yeah, because dude is only steps different. out for like a minute, and she's like, "You've been gone for two hours," and so yeah. yeah. So time, there's like a time differential yeah they also um, when they go to the underground earlier that we were talking about or underworld when they come back three months have passed or whatever like the whole house is different because these people have re reconstructed it. yeah when the couple moved in after the the other couple died they renovated the whole house to be like real modern and shit uh-huh. but it was kind of weird it wasn't yeah it was they whack. tried to do like a futuristic modern but they had no idea what the fuck yeah the futuristic modern would be so they, it, it just is kind of wacky. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they eat Beetlejuice. Uh, they have a whole thing that we sort of talked about, which is uh, Wyona Ryder comes home from school, and she's talking to the ghost parents downstairs, and she's like, I got She's telling them how she got, like, an A and, like, a yeah. C, and they were helping her study, and she got an A in math yeah. and, like, a C and like, something else yeah and so she gets her an a on her math test and she's like so can we do the thing and alec baldwin's like i don't know and then he's like oh okay and you find out the thing is just he like possesses her so she can do the the singing and she like floats up in the air and she's doing a little dance at one point the football players pop up behind her and are doing like uh backup dancing or whatever uh also there's a weird thing well never mind it's not because upstairs uh, you get another little where the dad's sitting there, and then Beetlejuice's head, like, comes at him or whatever. And he's like, oh, but it's just the mom has made a statue of Beetlejuice's yeah, head. Yeah, because it, she renovates houses and makes art. Yeah, as her job, and she's making these fucking hideous statues mm-hmm. that are weird. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she makes one of the snake head, fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, and it was abstract, to say the least. Yeah. And so then we get one last little uh, thing of Beetlejuice now in the waiting room in the underworld. And uh, his his fucking wait time, he has like 9 million something something. He looks up and it's on like number three. And then he looks over at him, at, or at this guy next to him, which is like this native uh, fucking dude who you can tell is responsible for the guy next to him that's a hunter with his head shrunken uh and he's like you do this that's pretty cool you know and he's like hey over there there's a cow or something i don't remember what he said and then he like switches out the notes because the guy's got number four and he's like look at that i'm next and then uh the guy just sort of sprinkles some dust on him. he's like hey what are you doing what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and his head his beetlejuice head shrunk. yeah and he's like ah oh, this might be a good look for me and then uh that's yeah. the end of the movie so yeah, we could do best of worst of best of worst of. Hey, also, before we do that real fast, uh, that part I talked about where he's like, well, you, my best of is when he kicks over the tree and he's like, nice fucking prop. Ah, ah. <laughs> that uh, is a good one. But that part has a uh, notable distinction of being one of four movies that's rated PG in the PG 13 era to contain an F word. Because this movie's PG, but keep in mind, back in the day, PG was just, that was the rating. And so it could be whatever. But then, 
I want to say Red Dawn came out, and Red Dawn is the movie that made them add, like, PG-13 and R. So this movie is PG, but it has an F word. The other exactly three movies... Yeah, the other three movies are Spaceballs, uh, Big with Tom Hanks, and uh, Caddyshack 2. Big, Big is when he's the kid, and then he wakes up, and he's Tom Hanks. It's that, that scene where he's on the piano in the floor. And he's dancing. Oh, Big's a classic, man. You gotta watch. And then Caddyshack 2. I never watched Caddyshack 2. I watched Caddyshack 1. Uh, Bill Murray is absolutely the best part of that movie. Back they when. Sex scenes in Caddyshack, right? Yeah, but it was like, like played for a while. Uh, yeah. Ah, it's crazy. It was the 80s. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that was my best of. Uh, my worst of. Hmm. I would say probably, funny enough, the ending of the movie. Like, the whole wedding thing. It just seemed, like, rushed. And they had to have Beetlejuice do something to be a threat. Because he hadn't really done anything the whole movie. And, like, the whole... Like I said, we talked about it. The plot seemed weird. We didn't. They didn't really explain how this would help him at all besides freeing him from death they, yeah they well they they did a good job of explaining beetlejuice as like what he was yeah and why he was i wonder he was. if beetlejuice would be a cool guy and he would just marry her and then it would bring him back to life and then he, he would be, and be like yeah you're not my type anyways yeah <laughs> which i'd be like all right cool because she's like 13 but i wonder if he's a real sleaze bag and like he was gonna he was gonna do stuff Cause you know the them stripes he's wearing definitely looks like he died in a prison. I wonder. You could probably look up, and there's probably Beetlejuice lore out there of how he yeah. died and like what type of person he was. Well, they, all they really explained on Beetlejuice, the um, the lady in the underworld, was like he was she, he was my assistant or whatever, um, and he did some crazy shit. And yeah. now he had like an advertisement of his like business or yeah. whatever, and it was um he can uh i'm trying to think of the word uh, he can kick out like um yeah living people from he basically things, does like, an exorcism for people for living beings <laughs> yeah he yeah. kicks them out and i was like what a weird fucking thing to do but i guess for ghosts that would work but yeah but uh, anyway that was my best over so Maverick, what you got um I'll start with the worst of was that fucking spider scene. Where, At the very beginning of the movie? The dad, yeah. The well, my problem with it spider. is when he saves them, you learn later this movie, the, the house is like fucking three stories tall. Yeah. And I was like, that spider's Two not going to survive. Yeah, it's not going to survive the fall. Like, was that? I don't know what window that was. Was it the attic? That was the attic because they hang out in the attic like the whole movie. Mm. So it was the second floor, really. It might have survived. But yeah, I was so like, eh. the dad finds a spider and he's holding it. It's like a house spider. I don't fucking know what spider was, but uh, it's crawling on his hands and shit. And then he goes out and then he opens the window and fucking eats that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking eats that goddamn spider. Yeah. And like, I don't know if it was like a play spider because the one he was handling definitely looked real. Looked, it was real. It was crawling around. Yeah. But then once he eats it out the window, it's just not moving. Yeah. So either he yeeted it so many times he killed it, 
or it was a fake spider he yeeted out that fucking window. Yeah. But I, I like to believe he killed that motherfucking spider. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't see any no spiders were harmed during the filming of this movie. So <laughs> they were like, we killed, killed that it. motherfucker. We killed it. Yeah. yeah it was fucking fuck that spider. Yeah. But uh, best of was when at the end they were trying to say Beetlejuice's name three times. And I want to say it was the second Beetlejuice. The fucking, the dead couple, the husband said Beetlejuice. He like popped up out of nowhere and said Beetlejuice. Maybe. Uh-huh. Was it the husband? I don't remember. But uh, Beetlejuice turns and looks at him and he goes, like, what the fuck? What was that? Yeah. It was, it was just him. He turned, points at him, he goes, ah. And was like, <laughs> it's like 30 seconds long too yeah it's fucking hilarious yeah yeah that's true. I don't, this movie had a lot of like dark comedy that i just fucking you don't get anymore and it yeah was, well that's like great that's definitely tim burton's like gothic dark comedy you know, like he made Edward Scissorhands, and he did all which the, I also I fucking love that movie too. He did all the the Coraline, the Nightmare Before Christmas, and Charlie and the Chocolate I don't Factory. Think I've and... Watched those besides Charlie and Charlie Factory. I watched. I, th- I went back recently and watched Edward Scissorhands. There's a fucking lot of killing in that damn movie. Yeah, uh, he's yeah he's he's slicing motherfucker. I all I that remember ba- that yeah movie was all I remember from it is fucking johnny depp being like a hairstylist and yeah. he was cutting hair and that's all i remember and then he's fucking slitting throats and yeah, shit and i'm like oh fuck yeah it was insane um yeah that movie is basically like tim burton it's kind of a modern day uh frankenstein because frankenstein's just kind of like this monster who accidentally kills people and then there's a whole thing well the original he just kills one person and then they're like out to get him, you know. Uh, the original Maverick, he fucking he gets away from uh, Frankenstein's monster, and then he finds like this little girl playing a river, and she makes friends with them, and they're like playing by the river. And then Frankenstein thinks it'll be funny to pick her up and throw her in the river, you know. And then like she gets all wet, she can't swim, so she drowns, <laughs> and that's why they're after Frankenstein. But uh, I also think Tim Burton directed a movie that we'll probably watch one day, which is a horror musical starring Johnny Depp and um, Sweeney Todd, the uh, demon barber of something, something. It was the the movie I was where he's a barber and he's killing people. Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Let me just. Edward Scissorhand. I don't think there was any killing in that. I'm pretty sure he does kill people in that one too, though. I don't. I remember that him falling in love with like the chick, and I was like, that doesn't sound like. That sounds like a different movie because he's yeah. definitely younger in Edward Scissorhand. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and he's a lot older in Sweeney Todd. And Sweeney Todd, he's slitting people's throats and and killing. Sweeney them. Todd, he's a murderer. Yeah. To be uh, fair, I, I mean, he goes a little crazy, but he, rightfully so. Uh, Anne Bunette or something like that. Um, I don't know. She was in the Harry Potter movies, and she's in a bunch of shit. Yeah, I know her from Harry Potter, and I just I know her name. I can't think of it right yeah. now. Um, if you know, comment section, yeah. please. But uh, also, but, by um, the way, when I said Michael, this was Michael Keaton's favorite movie. Uh, Alec Baldwin hates this movie, and he really hates his performance. Why? And uh, he 
Was, was that the the dad? That's the the dead husband. Yeah. Oh, the dead husband. Yeah. Um, the dad oh, is no, a dude no. that's in everything. He's in Deadwood, but is you never he? watched it. Um, yeah. I need hey, to watch Edward Scissorhands again. That was a childhood favorite. Yeah, this movie had a budget of fifteen million dollars, made a box Damn. office of eighty-four million dollars. Good. So, how many Beetlejuice is there? I think there. I know there's three? a sequel. I don't think there's three. I think there's only two. Yeah, there's then only I two. Oh, Beetlejuice 2. Okay. I always remember him being in a black and white, like, suit. Um, or maybe this So that didn't... must be the second one. Well, no, he's in the black and white suit in this one at the very is end. He... Maybe. Oh, Beetlejuice 2 isn't a thing. Oh, my light died. That's director. It's, it's rumored it's going to come out. Apparently, they're making it now. Ah, uh, shit. Why are we predicting so many things? Ah, uh, man. I'll tell you what. If you if you look up Beetlejuice 2, the picture looks like it's not going to be like a horror comedy. It's going to be like horror, horror. Yeah, it might. And I think it's going to be amazing. But, um, yeah. So anyway. Michael Keaton the goat. Michael Keaton's going to have a busy because he's going to be in that Flash movie playing batman again so shout out michael keaton i honestly when he's in beetlejuice um costume i had no idea that was michael keaton it doesn't look like him yeah like if i just the hair obviously <laughs> yeah like obviously i knew it was him and like he's in the credits but yeah if i didn't know it was him i probably i might have picked up on it eventually but i don't think i would have been able to tell like, um, you can't tell from the voice. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Definitely not. But, anyway. Alright. Well, that's about it for Beetlejuice. Uh, next week, it's my pick. Tom's pick. And I have a movie. Pick Maverick. his ass. We're going right. back. We're going back to 1981. Oh, shit. Even older for, than my pick. Yeah. For a classic that... I really liked when I watched it. Maverick, I have a feeling you're going to hate it. I don't know. I can't remember the pacing of this movie. But there's some crazy shit in there. But I don't remember like how they paced it out. Uh, it has one of my favorite endings in movies. Uh, so next week, Maverick, we're going to check out An American Werewolf in London. Oh, shit. So, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's not a werewolf. Only... <laughs> it's like a fucking dying fucking giraffe. Yeah. yeah. But the only scene I know from that movie is where he's in the, the fucking courtroom and he's like, you might want to run. And he starts werewolfing out. But that's the only scene I know. Hmm. Uh, uh. Alright. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Well, anyway, next week... An American Werewolf in London. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Monday, Texas Chainsaw 3D came out. Go listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, coming out this week, I, me and Tyler have one more Texas Chainsaw movie, and then we're done with those. 
so that might be coming out. Like I said, I might I might try to convince the fellas to watch that Casey Affleck movie for a for a smoke break because I want to check it out. Uh, so that might be coming out. Who the fuck is Casey Affleck? Ben Affleck's brother. Yeah, I'm like well, he's together. in movies. Uh, I can't think of like the main he's thing he's known movies. for. Nah, he's in TV shows. I don't know this man. Yeah. He plays in like chick flicks. Our friend. Oh, he's in Goodwill Hunting. Never mind. Yeah. A ghost man, story is the name of he's that in movie. Interstellar? I never watched oh, Interstellar. This man's like fucking F plus actor. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm really <laughs> roasting Casey Affleck. This man? Um, he's in Kill. Did you ever watch Killing Them Softly with Brad Pitt? No, but he's, I know the he's Killing in, Them Softly. He's the in that, but I don't remember him being in that at all. Maybe he just produced it. I don't see him in the fucking the cast or anything. I don't know this man. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. So at least confirm for next week an American Werewolf in London and something bonus might be coming out. You never know what what's gonna bonus bonus. Anyway, uh, Maverick, got anything you'd like to add before we before we get out uh, of here? Tyler died, but he might be back next week for Tom's pick. <laughs> Listen, he just went to Alabama. He didn't. <laughs> I mean, I know uh, Alabama's kind of shitty, but <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'm at his mom's house and she's talking on the phone Stop. in the other room. You're not. And I can, like I said, this is a green screen, like not real. Mm. So I'm at his mom's house. Um, yeah, his mom's in the other room crying. She God said he died. Damn, this is why are you doing uh, this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he'll be back next week. Yeah, next week we'll we'll bring him back. So anyway, hey, speaking of death, R.I.P. The legend Norm Macdonald. Yeah, right, really, man. really bummed me out. One of my favorites. So, we'll leave you, leave you with that. Leave, leave him, leave him with a clip of Norm. A Norm clip. Um, a Norm. Clip. All right, I don't know what it's gonna be, but here you go. Take it away, Norm. So, this is my promise, okay, to the people of the video podcast network world. I will not eat a single morsel of food until Margaret Thatcher is dead and buried. She died three weeks ago. We'll be, we'll be right back with Larry King.